Hey everybody, you're listening to the High Sessions Hawaii podcast where we talk about everything local and beyond. I'm John Yamasato, your host, and joining me for now is Mr. Kyle Shimabukuro. How's it? Devin is on his way and we start, thought we'd get uh, all of the uh, formalities out of the way while he is uh, on his way here. So first of all, I want to remind of all, all of our listeners of the ways that they can stay in touch with the show. There is Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of those you can find us at High Sessions. Then you have a little bit of SoundCloud, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. Of course, if you find us on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star rating. Um, as Skylar Kamaka put it, five or bust, I think is how she said it. And then, uh, of course, you can email us at highsessions at yahoo.com. Lastly, if you would like to help the show and get more music on our channel, please go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, and donate. There you'll be able to get more involved with the show and help determine who and what is filmed. Um, Someone asked if we change the format of the channel. No, we still are a music channel. Our podcast is here to kind of a way to communicate with everybody, but uh, we are going to be shooting more music coming in 2020. Uh, Kyle, how are you doing, man? Good, man. How you been? But all right. I've been actually pretty busy. This January, I remember last year, January, I was really twiddling my thumbs. There was nothing going on. But... uh, this year, it's been pretty nuts, especially with these podcasts. So it's good. How about you? Good. Um, what were we talking about before we started on air? We were just going through a bunch of... Uh, parking. Parking? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, Kyle, you, you brought up that uh, you do not like backing into stalls. Um. Yeah, and I think it's basically because I'm a lazy guy. Okay. You know, and the easiest way and the fastest way to do it is just pulling right in. Right. And then dealing with it later on, reversing. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, there really is no rhyme or reason why I do it that way other than I'm just lazy. And I think when I pull past the stall to reverse in, I always feel like someone's going to steal my stall. Oh, I never thought about that. I mean, usually when I'm backing into a stall, I don't... I don't have people behind me. Like I, I'm aware that if I'm uh, if there's a long line or something that I just pull straight in so people can pass. Yeah, in an empty parking lot, it's how I feel, you know. Yeah. Because then I, nobody's waiting on me. Right. Nobody's gonna get confused on what I'm trying to do. No problem, right? Right. But in a crowded parking lot, I can't stand people just backing in and we gotta wait. Unless the stall um, rules say that you, you know you only can back in, but right, most right, stall right. rules no, say no, most you cannot say, yeah, back you cannot in. back in. You can only go straight. So at you know, first. That, it becomes a problem for me sometimes. You know what's interesting is uh, I was I was told that Hawaii has the most. It's the most common to see people backing in the stalls versus on the mainland, and you know we have different hypotheses for that. Mine is that people in Hawaii are just more laid back, and so they take the time to reverse in because it's easier to get out after you know they think a little bit think ahead versus um maybe the people on the mainland are a little bit more in a rush so they're just trying to get to where they're going but um when i go to the mainland now i definitely every single time i back into the stall because i want to keep the the hawaii um you know that 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 uh, stereotype of us alive yeah i wonder how many people you upset in the mainland when you do that yeah and i like to get big cars when i go to the mainland yeah like i'll get an exhibition or something they, they probably go damn that guy he's probably from hawaii <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
go to um, In and Out, uh-huh. right in the middle of the line, I'll kind of block it off and back my car. There you go. That's the way to show the Aloha spirit, yeah, just John. Be like, Aloha. <laughs> <laughs> uh. No, but yeah, but it's weird to me that you do not back your car into a stall. That's I mean, the I, funny part to me. I do on occasions, but if somebody's behind me or I know people are looking for space, yeah, I don't want to throw them off by backing up because then they're gonna have to wait for me. Or figure out no, that no, I'm no, actually okay. past the stall to back up and just throw people off. Oh, I think Devin's here. Okay. Okay, we're going to break for one second and then bring on Devin Nicoba. Or did you have to get new cables? Uh, we didn't get a new cable, but so far it's working. Just don't so. touch it, bro. Yeah, just don't touch nothing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're back here with Devin Nicoba. Devin, thanks for coming by. Hello. And uh, how was your uh, pyology? Biology is good. What's your... What's I, always, your I always go in going, okay, I want to get one thing and just like put three things on it. And then I always walk out with a Dagwood pizza. Okay. You put Dagwood, everything... Sorry, Dagwood meaning I put everything Did on you put pizza. everything on it? Like everything? No, not everything. Because there's, you know, vegetables and stuff. I'm not going to do that. Oh, but, you're going to meat <laughs> I mean, pie. That's real. But, well, I mean, I put a couple of veggies in there, like some mushrooms and stuff. Yeah, I saw like a yeah. bell pepper yeah, or something. Yeah, like a bell pepper. Oh, I just don't put one on top so I can yeah. feel... A little more healthy. Like you eat salad. Yeah, yeah, and I eat that piece first, and then I don't have to worry about the rest of it. Good for you. I I do what I can. Okay, so Dev, before you got here, we were talking about backing into parking stalls, and um, I am a a backer. I back into parking stalls whenever I can. Even in the mainland, he does it. I do it in the mainland just to to let them know. mainland people must hate you. That uh, that I'm from Hawaii. You are hated. But, But I will make the distinction because... I do not do it if people are behind me. Exactly. I only do it when I'm by myself. I mean, you don't do it, do it at Alamoana during Christmas. Well, <laughs> I get off the island. That's how much I hate Alamoana at Christmas time. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't yeah. even go near that mall. There. Once December 15th comes, you're never going to see After me. After Thanksgiving, yet. I just lock myself yeah, yeah, in the yeah. house. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Until New Year's. Yeah. He's not even kidding. That actually happens. Well, what's kind of bad is... Um, because we go to Maui, but Maui is getting like that too now. Yeah. If you try to go been like that for a while. Yeah. yeah. If you try to go like uh, even Safeway or something like that, Target. They have a Target up there. Mm. During the Christmas season, forget it. Yeah. It's yeah. just packed with people. But, uh, but you just go up into Target the, is nuts too. You just what? go up into the mountains and you hibernate, right? No, no. We, <laughs> I got kids, man. Like they want to go, you know, get a toy or, you know, something like that. Get ICs. So we, we stop by Target a Not couple times. Goody or something. Oh, you know what? We didn't Maui, do goody goody the last time. My my Maui um, stops are uh, I love Kula Bistro okay. for dinner. So we always have Kula Bistro when we're up there, and then Restaurant Matsu has like the best fried chicken you're ever gonna eat. Mm. Mm. What do you get at that other place? Kula Bistro. Yeah, I should get like a steak or something. It's it's just a nice. Uh, my my thing with I tell states is that when we go to Maui, I don't have really any agenda. Because like, I'm just there to spend time with the family. But I want to have one nice dinner. So we do the Kula Bistro thing. And then I want to eat my fried chicken. Other than that, I don't care what we do. You know, you can make whatever plans the rest of the whole time. But I want to eat fried chicken and, and like, get, a, get a steak. Like Chris Rock, come to life, yeah? the comedy. Oh, yeah. Daddy just want the big piece of chicken. <laughs> so, yeah. So we do a lot of just like hanging out with the cousins and... Go swimming and, you know, stuff like that. But mm, They do the outdoorsy stuff. That's yeah. good because that means yeah. your kids aren't stuck in their... Except this year, um, both kids got sick. Oh. So we, we did a lot of just lying around the house. but um, In the forest. Yeah. It's all good. I guess who's here? Oh, like, who is it? Wow, man. This is an interesting <laughs> episode. I think so. Wait, wait, wait. I'll, I'll text her while we keep talking about 
dumb people backing their cars up. Yeah, so what's your what's your beef, man? What's your problem with people backing up? Because I don't mind if you can do it quickly, but most people can't. They take forever. Uh, and I'm like, So you're dude. talking about people doing it when you're, you have cars behind you and stuff, right? I'm just, just doing it in general. If you oh. do it and nobody's around, great. Yeah, you know, yeah, you, yeah, if yeah. I'm driving around and I go, hey, look, that person backed into the stall. I'm not going to like raise hell and go, I can't believe it did that. <laughs> if you're doing it when I'm waiting. But, but people, yeah, people I, always know. do this thing where they're like, well, you know, just in case I gotta leave. Wow, you're not robbing a bank. You're just <laughs> parking your car. Yeah, you don't drive around and go, look at that guy and that guy. I can't stand that guy. <laughs> it's more like if they inconvenience me, I then see. it becomes a problem. Yeah, then right, it's an issue. Know. Yeah. Okay, well, let's take a break. We'll get Lee Huang here. She actually just walked in the house. This is <laughs> awesome. Nice. She's like, hello, I'm here. No, but <laughs> I know all the drunk people all say that. <laughs> okay, so let me uh, bring us back. Uh, let's see, and uh, we're going to be introducing our guest today. Super excited to have her here, Lehua Kalima, She's best known as one third of the Hawaiian supergroup Naleo. Um, I didn't. I got to be honest. Like I, I was kind of tired last night. I didn't do as much research. But just need to yeah, know that. Because, <laughs> wow, you really need to research about <laughs> this and not Leo. She, she has won all the hokus. Like, if there's a hoku that you can think of, she has won it. So just know that. Like, uh, super decorated musician and water woman, if I can put it that way. Oh, I like that. And uh, I think, uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but likes to spend time with her family and just kind of hang out. Correct like, me if I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah, if I have to. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's, they're they're pretty cool. I'll hang out like with them. Yeah, she's probably one of the most uh, normal superstars I know. <laughs> just just every, I'll take that every as a day, right? Yeah, yeah. All three of them are. It's it's why I'm surprised they're still my friend. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, Deb, yeah. I mean, come, on, come on. I know, <laughs> see? You see? Taking some liberties That's there. That's all I know. Don't, don't just assume. <laughs> you need to fill out an application. <laughs> so, Lehua, before you got here, we were talking about backing into parking stalls. Oh, that's funny, because Hawaii is famous for that, right? That's right. right. Yeah. That's right. We get, like, deal? a rep for that. Well, oh. I think it's because our stalls are so small, mm. and, oh, you know, you get see? a better turning yeah. radius when you're reversing. That's because true. Because usually the back of your car is shorter that's than the right, front. That's right. So you it thought makes this sense. out. Oh, no. Wow. I, I backed into my style at the gym this morning. So, yeah. Oh. It does. It, I mean, I don't see why people don't. Then when you have to make a quick getaway, too, you're just out. See this? <laughs> Get the heck out of there. Like, you're not robbing banks. We just... Oh, okay. We're just well, leaving. So just to let you know, Devin hates you. For one. <laughs> because I... Devin and Kyle. I back out. I'm back into stealth. Only because, okay, if you're if you're effective at backing out, it's I'm all very good. effective. First time. I'm not a yeah, 12 yeah. point Because you person. get those people that are like, you know, no, yeah, no. that are doing the Austin mm -hmm. Powers thing where it's like yeah. in and on. But when oh, you move man. forward past a stall, you put on your blinker? Yes. And then put on your reverse I put on my blinker before I even go past a stall. Like, I mm. let them know oh, that so I'm let them know. go in there so then they stop okay. way yeah. back. Because they're, yeah. they're not trying to snake the thing in front right. of well, and that too, yeah. So that when I pull up, they don't like sneak in, and then I have to go beat them up, and that's. <laughs> okay. It's not I time efficient. Beat up by from Naleo. <laughs> she cursed me out. That was awesome. I don't know why she killed my car. Write <laughs> her name on. Yeah. The Jake does have a story of one time where um, he got into a road rage incident, and the guy like sped up, you know, and like pulled up next to him and looked in the car and saw it was Jake crew and was like, oh. Hey, yeah, <laughs> 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 that got him off. Diffused the situation. Wow. Yeah, pretty yeah. really good. <laughs> nice. I yeah. did have a situation once where I was pulling into Polly Longs, okay. and you know if you're coming from the Mackay side, like you come at that little alley, yeah, 
then mm-hmm. you know then the, the stalls go kind of towards the Safeway, right? right yeah. So, but I I turn in and then I turn right to side. I saw a stall right there, and I was gonna turn left into it. So I did, and then a car that was coming from that side. I was there before them, but the car that was coming with the right of way with the right, right traffic right. pulled in back of me and was like yelling at me. Wow. And I got out, and I was eight months pregnant. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I, oh, you guys are like, oh. So I pull out, I take it out of my car, and I'm like, excuse me? And they're like, oh, never mind, never mind. <laughs> what is it with that Polly Longs? That Polly Longs is bananas. There's always something that happens. Yeah, it's kind like of that kind of road rage. And then uh, the, the last time I went to Polly Longs, this guy, um, this guy was pulling up in a truck, right? Okay. Almost hit this old Holly man. Okay. Old Holly man. <laughs> like starts yelling at him the guy just keeps going parks his car he gets out of the car he's a big like local guy and I thought well that's gonna be the end of that yeah, yeah. and it wasn't the guy just swearing at him you and then the, the, the Hawaiian guy just looks at him and goes brah not for it just never mind <laughs> and then he chased the guy or like walked with the guy through longs accosting wow. him until finally Funny, the guy was the the old Hawaiian man who wanted to punch him out, and I was like, "Bro, no, 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 come on, come on, I let's know. go, let's go," because that's all you need is two sixty-year-old men having oh a fight. Gosh, in yeah. And you were following them? No, I was trying to get away from them, and then I realized I needed to do something because there was going to be a fight. Because oh. the old Holly man was not giving it up. So what, you either record them and put them on Facebook. I wanted to, but I just, <laughs> I just, I just told the the local guy. I said, "Bro, yeah, it's okay. Just, just let him go." Oh yeah, we can swear, yeah. Yeah, yeah that fucking guy, kind of want fucking city. just like going off, and I went. We just earned our, you know, the explicit thing. Yeah. But um, yeah, he was super mad. And what was funny was well, the Hawaiian guy. Everybody in the store knew him. Oh. So they're like, Uncle, Uncle, nah, nah, nah. It's okay, it's okay. So we sort of shuffled him away to a corner and then waited for that old Holly man from spouting. <laughs> yeah, but he kept yelling. Like, and then he was just sort of yelling randomly Aww. and then he walked out and he everybody was mental just... Mental health issues. Yeah, people yeah. were like, oh, so there's no security in oh, right. this parking lot at all. It yeah. was just, wow. Well, Polly, Polly Long's is right in the heart of Weirdoville. Kind of. Yeah, it is. You know, so... Yeah, that's, that's why Devin goes there. <laughs> Costco Evale is where I try to avoid too. Oh, oh Costco Evale. Oh yeah, yeah. That is the busiest Costco in the nation. I yeah. think, yes, right? it is. Yes. Okay, yeah. And the craziest. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Not the world. It used to be China, but I don't think the well, China. Well, it's funny because my my friends used to live in Kaneohe, and so they would go to Costco Evale, and then they moved to Kamaki, so they go to Costco Hawaii Kai. And they were telling me, like, you don't know how good you have it out oh, there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, isn't it the same? And they're no. like, no, 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 it's not, not the, the same. same no. Costco no. Evil A and Costco Hoika are different. Animals. See, I must, you know, if I'm going to bring it back around, I never back up into a stall at Costco because my trunk, I need Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> Just saying. It depends on the situation. Too. That makes sense. Okay. You know what's the best parking of all is when, when the stall in front of the stall is open and you just drive straight in to the other side. Oh, you're one of those guys. That's one of the, it only happens in, when, when all the stars align. You know, it has to be this perfect what, timing what if there's and moment. someone on the other side that wants to. Up, no, I, I look. I make oh, sure. Okay. You, you know. Sure? Uh-huh. Then I just kind of inch my way through, and I'm I reversed in the stall without reversing. I reversed in the stall. <laughs> well, that's one way to do it, I guess. Yeah. Sorry, your Polly Long story reminded me of this. Uh, I was into this podcast. You guys know who Greg Fitzsimmons is? No. Nope. Okay, he's a comedian. But he was telling this great story about um, he was skiing recently. Okay? Okay. So he's, he's by the lifts and they were getting like a snack or something. And he got into an altercation with another old guy. 
and the old guy would just not let it go and you know they're like swearing at each other at a certain point and they're kind of like pushing each other and stuff and and they're about to fight and then greg goes what, what are we doing he's like we got all this clothes. He has all their ski stuff on. He's like, are we going to take off our skis, undress, and get into this thing? And they both kind of looked at each other and went, yeah, all right. Uh, <laughs> you're an asshole. You're an asshole. All right, we're done. What are we doing here, you know? <laughs> kind of thing, so. Yeah. See, Cooler heads prepared. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah, we're at the age where we don't need to fight. No. Oh, no. No. Yeah. No. Fighting it. It's uh, not worth it. Yeah. I never got in a fight in my entire life, like a fist fight with anyone. Not ever. even in elementary school no. or high school. Wow. I love not a fighter. <laughs> okay, well, let me ask this question. What school, what high school did you go to? Do you really have to ask? I think I know, he, but... He just uh, likes the way you come say Come here, man. Yeah. Wow. Well, there's no... Okay, all right. So we had Kamehameha. Imua. Kamehameha. What did Sean say? Imua. No, no, no. He had something else at the end of his. Ew. Ayo? Oh, yeah, yeah. Some, they always got some kind of second, secondary... Uh, <laughs> well, he like, said Imua, not me. I just that is Skylar. Skylar Kamaka had the Imua tag to the Kamehameha. Yeah. And then oh. Sean had Ayo tag. Oh, it's funny. It's probably so, like, you know, you're so used to saying it when you when you hear the school name or whatever, then you're just like, ah, it's like an automatic reaction. <laughs> I can't imagine there's a lot of fights at your school anyway, at, at Kamehameha I don't, You know, I've never... Mm, I, maybe I saw a few scuffles, but... Not really, because you don't want to get kicked out. It's so hard to get in. Yeah. Right, 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 right. <laughs> right? That'd be like, your parents would kill you. Yeah, you yeah that's true. Uh, yeah, so. That's true. Yeah, well, that's nice. I've never been in a fight either. Well, no, I take that back. But but it was... <laughs> wait, was wait, what do you mean? No, I remember fighting my friend, like, when we were little, but... Well, I've, I've little, never gotten like, to a full, like, throwdown kind of thing, you know? Oh. I, you I, guys? I, I know Kyle has. Um, yeah, I guess I did, but the bigger ones, I just act super nuts, and then they stop. It's one thing being <laughs> guaranteed a smallest guy that's going to fight the biggest guy, yeah. but when a smallest guy acts nuts, yeah. the no, scares the big guy, man. No, I'm telling you, that's a, it's a trick. If, you, if you're like the smallest guy, and you're in a fight, and you're going to beef with somebody, just start whacking your own self. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. So I learned... Throughout my life, how to act nuts when I have to. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I've never seen you be like that. So oh, I never got threatened in a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we old. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> I was telling I was telling uh, Kyle that I did a first baby birthday party the other day, and it was nice. It was me and Herbota Junior. We're sitting there, we're playing. But as I was playing, I was thinking, boy, I'm getting to that age where my when my kids they're gonna they're gonna start being like, oh, my dad plays music. Maybe we can just have him do something or you know what? I mean, I'm going to be like the uncle that you invite to play music at the party because you Cause feel you're like, free. yeah, because you're free <laughs> and they're like, well, maybe he'll, he'll enjoy it, you know, like <laughs> get him out of the house, get him, get him out of the house, you know, like, yeah, so yeah. let him bring his friends and do something. I think I'm getting to that point. Yeah, you'd be like, hey, you know that old guy? Yeah, it's Uncle. Hey, Uncle Wan Wan Hoku, you know, in the 90s. <laughs> the 90s? Yeah. Yeah. Hoku back then? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, gosh. so I'm kind of getting there because I was at that first birthday party. I'm like, wow, man, I feel like a, I do feel like an uncle now. Yeah. Not, not the yeah, I know. part of the party, you know? Is that how you're, is that how you feel? Are you feeling like the Oh, definitely. Person? The aunties. Really? For sure. Yeah, mm. I mean, it's... I mean, I guess it makes sense. A lot, all my classmates, most of my classmates have grandkids already. So, mm. you know, when you're in your 50s. But you just, it's like, I think I'm a late bloomer. You know, like I had my kids later. Mm -hmm. And I was oh. like 34, 36, 40. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. 
I'm still like with the moms that are in their 30s. <laughs> go to like meetings and stuff. <laughs> but you know, so I, I think mean, I think we talked off air about what is your kid's age? Um, my oldest, my daughter is 19. She's in college on the mainland, and then my other son is 17. He'll be 18 in August. He graduates in May, and then my youngest is 13. And he's in eighth grade right now. And what school did he go to? Well, the other two, the older two went to and is going to Kamehameha. And then my youngest is at St. Louis. Oh, I said quietly. And how did the youngest end up being in St. Louis? Because they didn't get into Kamehameha. <laughs> <laughs> how else did they end up there? <laughs> so, see, for those of you who are listening, who say... If you get the whole oh. legacy thing with Kamehameha, that's not actually true. Because you can have two kids go and one kid not. So, yeah. interesting. Actually, I got to admit, I mean, I, I joke about it because, you know, there's that big rivalry. But uh, St. Louis is an amazing school. Mm. And they, oh, yeah. The brotherhood is real. Like, it's yeah. solid. They take care of each other. Mm. And actually, with Glenn there, too. As I was going to say, yeah. He's, yeah. he's been a really good influence on the school, too. I, nice. I, I love all the stuff that he's been doing with them, so. I'm happy. You know, you know what's funny is, uh, uh, so his daughter Lyric used to work at this restaurant I, I play at, you know, and so one day I was sitting down and then I introduced myself, and it was really sweet because I was just kind of I said, hey, you know, I want to talk to you for a minute, and and she's like, okay, so she sat down, we're talking, and I go like, uh, hey, um, I know your dad's famous, you know, and I'm like, I'm not famous, famous like your dad, but I'm not. Not famous, like I, I know. I'm, what? Like, I'm not famous. Like, I'm not. I'm not like. I'm not like famous, but I'm not. I mean, I, I I play music or whatever, and I'm like, how did that um, affect your relationship with your dad? You know, uh. were you were you were you embarrassed by his stuff, or you, were you into it? And she's like, I love my dad. He was a great. He's a great dad, yeah. and so I'm I'm just proud of him and what he's done. I'm like, oh, that's Aww. good. That's Hopefully, awesome. my daughter says that because right now she'd be like. What? I know, then you got home and you go, how come you cannot be like Glenn's daughter? How come you cannot love me? <laughs> so it was really sweet. She really looks up to him. and But he's a super nice guy. So. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 How do your kids handle your experience in this in, in music and all that kind of stuff? I think too? just their personalities are different. So, But like my daughter, she's super shy. So she like would never say anything about me being a musician or, you know. Um, but then at the same time, I know that she's proud of me, you know, because mm-hmm. when she's at, she's at Willamette now in, in Salem, Oregon, mm. and they, I know they have music, musicians go up every once in a while. Mm-hmm. I think Kiola Bimo was just there like last year. Mm-hmm. And so um, I said, oh, I should try and see if I can play here. And she's like, oh, yeah, good idea, you know. Oh. And I'm thinking, because, you know, she knows if I come, then I'll buy her stuff probably. <laughs> <laughs> but besides that, I mean, you know, so it's like, she, I'm sure she likes it. And my son, he's in concert glee, the oldest one. So he, you know, we have this kind of thing going on with the music. So I know he's proud of me, but then none of them like say, oh, yeah, my mom's the lady from the Leo or anything. You know, uh, they're, they're just, it's just my mom is my mom and that's what she does. But so. growing up as kids, did you, did, they, did you guys all play music together in the house and introduce yeah. them to instruments and yeah. stuff like that? So, yeah, they, they can kind of sort of play. They don't really play, play. I didn't try and push them into it. You know, it was there if they wanted to learn. My son picked up the ukulele at one point, And so I've been trying to teach him, but... I'm a bad teacher. <laughs> I have Especially no with your own kids. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, I have no patience with my own children. Yeah, it's like, well, of course not. I'm thinking. I know this. You should know this. Like, isn't it like automatically? Yeah, ingrained. You're my in child. You, right? What is going you know? on here? 
So, yeah, I'm not the best teacher. But if they were and they wanted to, and I figured later in life if that's what they want. And my daughter just told me, oh, I'm thinking of majoring in music, which is like, what? Oh, wow. I was like, wait, what? Oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't even know you liked it. <laughs> so, you know. So did you tell each of them, you know that uh, you don't remember. I wrote that for you. No. <laughs> no. I, they know that, that actually that was written for nobody. That was no kids then. But they each have a song that I have oh, written nice. for them. Oh, nice. Very cool. And so it's funny because I told my, um, well, my daughter when i did her graduation video it was in that right and then yeah. i told my son i said oh so i'm putting together your video for graduation i go what songs do you want in? and he goes well definitely my song you know and i go <laughs> oh, okay okay i'll put that one in you know <laughs> so, so, cool, so yeah so they have their own so that's it that's, that's what you get from me <laughs> i know but you're a very you're a very prolific songwriter but a lot of the songs that, that you come up with have all come from life in some way shape or form basically right? i yeah. mean it's all inspired by that i mean most most songwriters are but yours are really like close to the surface and i, I was we were talking with sean the, uh, yesterday and i, I was mentioning are you saying that. i'm superficial no <laughs> I'm just I just I just mean see this is how long we've known each other because I'm gonna get crap during this thing for well, the that's whole time why I was like so I tried excited. to ask her a serious question and she was like whoa what, what you trying to say about right no okay but, I'm sorry. go ahead uh, uh, just the um the ability to, to reach that part of you that sort of opens up right and gives people this glimpse into you and into your life it's it's very vulnerable for people. Very. It's a, right, right? I mean, it's a, even yeah. John knows this as a songwriter. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. you basically are going on stage and opening up your soul to people, yeah. you know, for their criticism and, right. you know, for their accolades too, if that's what, if they like it. But it's very, it, it, it's a very vulnerable position. That's why I think a lot of musicians have, you know, drug, alcohol problems, or whatever, because it's like every day you go out there and you put yourself up in front of people and say, judge me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and it's not always good, you know, but... Well, how did you, I mean, how do you work through that? Because it's not like... You just kind of got to be brave after a while. Mm. I think for every compliment I get, I disregard 80% of them. And then, mm. you know, then I'll take maybe like 20% of the people that like me. And then for every like negative comment I get, I'll like every single one of them. I oh, will yeah, like that's absorb interesting. Oh, like, yeah. yeah, so it's like... Yeah. I don't know why we do that to ourselves. Like we think human nature. I guess you know it, but it, it's hard sometimes. It is. Um, but then after a while, I think if you do it, if you've been in the business long enough, or different personality types are different. Some people don't care what you think about them, right? Right. I mean, they're like, and I, I, I wish I was like that. But I think after a while, you learn to realize that other people's opinions of you don't make you who you are. You know, mm -hmm. unless mm -hmm. you let let it. Right. 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 right? Yeah. So. Yeah. That's is, the only thing. Is there one particular song that you've written that you like, ooh, maybe we shouldn't share the I, I don't feel comfortable sharing this because it's so personable and then you, you did? Um, <clears throat> there's a few that I still haven't shared yet. <laughs> oh, okay. That are personal. That, um, that, yeah, I have written, but I haven't shared yet. But I might. I may. At this point in life, I think I'm at that point where you're like, okay, well, I don't care what you say anymore. <laughs> You know, um, we're waiting. We're waiting for you to reach that moment where you just go. I don't. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I, I. I don't know. I don't. You know, kind of every one of them was like that in a, in some way, shape, or form. Um, the love songs, possibly, just because I was afraid, like, uh, people are gonna like read so much into this, oh, and they're gonna yeah, think yeah. it's oh, this one's for me, or this one's for me, or whatever. Mm. You know, and it's like, uh, and so I try and honestly, consciously make it as vague as I possibly can. Also so that other people can relate to it. Mm -hmm. 
without it being so specific to you know one certain situation um that's amazing though because that's it's i can't imagine having to take that that kernel of an idea and go okay i gotta take this off and put this thing over here well you can overwork it to death and sometimes you do but sometimes mm. you gotta just kind of let it go i find that the first draft i had is usually like the purest form of it mm. and then i can doodle with it and i can mess it up um but usually I, what I'll do is I'll go in and I'll take stuff out rather than put stuff in because mm. keep it simple, stupid, right? I mean, like, <laughs> keep it simple. And then that's usually the best, for me, the best formula because I can be very wordy when I want to. Mm. <laughs> so um, I try and not be as much. Yeah. I, I notice, did. like, songwriters nowadays, when they write, I don't know if it's in recent <clears throat> times, but you look at Eric Clapton and Layla, right? Yeah. And you know he wrote it for this girl, Layla, but when you listen to the lyrics, you still can adapt to... Yeah. Something personal when you hear that yeah. song, right? And even Tony Bazo and Mickey, right? <laughs> <laughs> now you didn't hear too much about people just taking a personal like name, a name or a song and singing about something that person when having other people relate to it. Mm. Or am I just out of the loop because I'm old? I don't know. I don't know. I can't think of yeah. any recent. Yeah, songs no recent song, right? Not that no. I can think of. <laughs> not, yeah, nothing comes to mind. Not with a name. I, I was just thinking as Lehu was, was talking, was I, I really admire, I don't write that many songs. I'm not really a songwriter. I don't consider myself a songwriter. But it's just because I'm like void of emotion. <laughs> 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 so it's hard for me to like be, when, when you're just. It's not that. It's that you're Asian and you're repressed. <laughs> no. Because we mean, know I, your parents. But is that one, <laughs> there's, that, there's that one song that you wrote. That you you don't yeah. like to play because it's it's because of uh, ex girlfriend or something that you that no you I don't really play. have anything like that <laughs> yes you do I, maybe I did I don't know I did the one that my um, Shelly always asked you to play you said you oh that's no, that Jake song. wrote that song who Jake wrote oh, that song. oh Jake wrote that song yeah that's not my song is it about his uh, ex girlfriend then is it about your ex girlfriend <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh my is that why she was an no, ex girlfriend because no, Jake Jake wrote that song yeah he wrote that song he wrote that song about the girl that worked, used to work at Dave's Ice Cream <laughs> <laughs> what and, and he used to he used to joke he's like oh when she would scoop the ice cream her forearms would be so strong you know <laughs> I don't. So I don't really know. Exactly have come back. Oh no, no, I didn't know that. One. Yeah. Is that the only song he ever wrote with you guys? No, he wrote a couple others too. Oh, um, okay. But yeah, I didn't. You know, it was a collaborative, collaborative thing. So what people don't know, and I'm sure Lehua can um, can attest, attest to this, but when you're in a band, there's a lot of uh, negotiation and politicking behind the scenes because <laughs> it's like okay. I like this song, but maybe someone else in the band doesn't like this song. But okay, if we're going to do that song, then I kind of want to add in my song here. You know, so with, with even with Pure Heart, it was like, okay, we have these songs. And I'm the only singer, so... Um, yeah, no, how does that work? You know, so, so Jake would I want to do a song with only bird calls. You know, Jake would, would uh, you know, like, he would bring songs that he wrote. And yeah. certain ones I'd liked, certain ones I didn't like, I would kind of play the ones that I liked. So and, when... And, when he was sharing with you this song, did he go, I wrote this song because of the nice forearms that this well, he didn't girl say, scooping he ice didn't cream say anything at about it. He just said, this is a song and I liked it, so we, we did it. But then on stage, that's the story he would tell. So that's all I know into oh. it, you know. Oh, I never knew he wrote that song. What yeah. was that? What was the name of uh, You Came Into My Life. Yeah. It's a oh, nice okay. song. Yeah, yeah. And then song. he wrote a song that actually has the same chord progressions as one of your songs. Oh. And oh. then he was kind of like... Oh. 
Okay, uh, after, after no. you, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll figure out which song it is. I can't remember it off the top of my head, but I remember when it came out. He was like, "Oh man, that's a that's the same progression as this." I'm like, "Who cares? It's Who cares? Like, There's a finite amount of chords." Yeah, in the world, you right. Know? right. It's not like people are gonna be comparing us to Naleo, you know? Like, <laughs> it's a totally different, whatever yeah, that kind of thing. So, well, yeah. and speaking of progression, so uh, okay, so concert glee, you meet. Um, Nalani and you meet Angela you mm-hmm. guys do that you do Brown Bags to Stardom you start Naleo Pirimehana and then uh, of course Naleo becomes this gigantic thing and now you sort of you play with Naleo but you also have sort of a solo thing that's happening mm-hmm. as well right? Yeah I think out of the three of us I was the one that just couldn't stay away from music mm-hmm. um, and that was really just what I wanted to do so that's basically what I did. I mean, I've had, I've had other jobs along the way, but it always comes back to that. Right. So, uh, Nalani was a banker, you know, yeah. and Angie was working at Lualuale. She was um, in the military base over there working. So, I would play music. Uh, even when I went back to Hilo to go to college, I was like playing music at Uncle Billy's just because oh. I wanted mm. to play music. Like, it was, I was that desperate. Like, <laughs> to play. Yeah. And this was before we got back together and did our Friends album and stuff. This is in between. But, um, yeah, like in 2011, uh, I was going through a divorce, right? So I, you know, that stirs up a lot of emotion. Try that. There you go. <laughs> Try getting divorced there, John, and that'll, that'll be that, emotional. That'll 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 you can write some yeah. songs. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Your wife is going to be like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so I had a bunch of songs, and they were not Naleo-ish, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, they were kind of sad, some of them. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> no, they're not angry. <laughs> melancholy, maybe, mm, a few. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So I, that's when I did the solo album, when I did my solo mm, album, Rise yeah, of Love. And yeah. so Sean, that's actually how Sean and I actually really started playing a lot together. Oh, that's what he was saying too. Yeah, because yeah. he produced it um, and then I needed to go promote it. So I asked him if he'd help me out. So he did. And then we just ended up doing duos together all the time. So it's been like, what, nine years already? I know. Yeah. Sheesh. It's crazy. That is crazy. And Sean is so easy, right, to work yeah. with and stuff. So it's easy to get him involved in anything. Yeah. Because <laughs> you just ask him, hey, can you help me? And nine out of ten times he'll be like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll do that. Yeah, and yeah. Because yeah. he loves music too. So. Yeah. And my fact, when we did high sessions, yeah. uh, we did the high sessions uh, program, I guess, what was that, 2013? That was 2000, yeah, something around, around there. Wow. We yeah. started 2011, really started shooting 2012, so it was either 2012 okay. or 13. Yeah, right around there. Because so you were one of the first persons yeah. that came <clears> on. That was fun. Yeah. He's telling us a story about you guys paddleboarding and Waikiki and <laughs> Oh, something. yeah, yeah, yeah. When he wouldn't take my picture because he's too busy saving people drowning. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. It's a poor excuse. <laughs> picture! 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 <laughs> it was a nice wave. What did I say? <laughs> and you now never, I got a selfie, get that. That I got a selfie a, stick. That was such a classic story, man. We were rolling when <laughs> he was telling us that. He tells everyone that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you never did get that picture on a wave. No, huh? I never did. Not from uh, him anyway. So, uh, yeah. well. He's fired as my photographer. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let, me, let me think. Let, let's get, get, go back to music a little bit. So what is the most interesting either tour or gig <laughs> and it could be interesting in a good way or interesting in a bad way that you've... Uh... Oh, there's an interesting in a bad way one that we have. Uh, okay. It's a classic. So this must have been in about, oh, 1995, okay. 95, 96. Um, and I remember it's because right after 95, I think, right after we did our uh, Colors album and the song Friends. No, not Colors. The other one, the Naleo album, the one with the leaf on it. Anyway, with Friends, the one that had Friends on okay, it. Okay, okay. Um, it was during that summertime that we had gone up, it was like in May, we had gone up to the mainland on a tour that was p- 
put on by our producer at the time, Friends album, that's what it was, the Friends album. Um, and it, we up to the Pacific Northwest, and it was us, Jeff Rasmussen, and the Sons of Hawaii. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, cool. Cool. <clears throat> very, 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 very badly produced tour. Okay. Oh, no. So oh, we go, no. and we get to uh, Seattle, and they <laughs> put us on stage. Jeff had missed his plane uh, from one point to another. He was on the plane getting out of Honolulu, and then, I don't know, somehow we lost him along the way like, <laughs> at some other airport. Sounds like Jeff, actually. So yeah, he yeah. was late coming, you know, and Uncle, Uncle Eddie was so awesome. He just got up in front of the stage, and he had his ukulele, and he just started playing for the audience because they were getting oh, irate, right? Yeah. Playing for the audience, and then, oh, everybody calmed down. I mean, that was a beautiful moment. But the funny thing about that is, so we, <laughs> we, were doing, we do our show, and we go in the front to go sign autographs, and they're selling T-shirts for the tour. And it's supposed to be something, 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 Hawaiian tour. They misspelled the word Hawaiian. Oh, oh no. Wow. So it came on Hawaiian. There was like... Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, there was no oh. second A. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, we need those for collector's items. <laughs> it's probably on eBay now worth a lot yeah, of money. Right. Yeah. I do have a collection of all the places that spelt my name wrong. What? Because like, really? it's every single one of Yamasato, Yamasoto... Yamamoto. So like, I'll go. I'll, I'll be under like a big marquee, and it's a John Yamasoto. You know, <laughs> yeah. Kalima's awesome. not too bad. That's yeah, easy. Kalima, that's yeah, easy. it's pretty yeah. phonetic, but uh, yeah. yeah. But the screw well, Hawaiian. Yamasoto is too. Yeah, yeah, yeah just put the word Hawaiian on a Hawaiian tour. <laughs> on a Hawaiian tour. <laughs> pretty that's pretty bad. Yeah, and then we, we did another one at Kitsap Pavilion, and there were like four people in the audience. It was yeah. just, it was a mess. But what? we had, you know what? We had the best time because we just. Got drunk and do whatever. Care. We didn't care. When you guys were touring that heavily and Nalea was big, you know, and stuff, were you guys, the three of you, was that your full time job or did you take off from work uh, to do Nalea these things? had taken off. She, no, you know what? At that point, when we were really going good gusto, then yeah, we were doing just that. Was there ever a point where you just like, wow, this is cool. I don't need to get a job ever again. This can just be my full time yeah, position that was, and job. That was the days before, you know. CDs went out the window. Yeah. Then, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I was going to ask you about that actually because the the you've seen the music industry change. Yeah, from, before know. before nine eleven. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That's where that was the 98, 99 years two thousand. That was we were doing awesome. Yeah, because it was also Japan and here and the mainland. Yeah. right? So, <clears> so it was fun, um, and we were we were touring a lot. We were making money. We were doing so well that we were actually giving ourselves like a payroll. Wow. So wow. it was like set up that way. Because Nalani, that's why. Yeah, Nalani is a brilliant <laughs> business mind. Like she had it all down. It was, it was nice. Yeah, so, the interesting thing yeah. a lot of people don't know that that you can confirm for me too is when you travel outside of Hawaii, a lot of, depends on the promoter. Yeah. And how for sure. good they are, and because you'll be on tour and you'll be like playing nice sized venues and crowds of people, but you're traveling pretty far every time. So it doesn't, because you're in one place and you're selling out, doesn't necessarily mean the next place you're gonna sell out. So you'll be in California, you'll go to like Arizona, and then all of a sudden Arizona, there's like four people in the theater, like what the hell happened? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was the same tour, but different, you know, you moved a state over and now a different person is handling the yeah. booking. Oh. And it's like, oh man, this this is not the same, you know? Yeah. Well, people are going, I, I came to see John Yamasato, not John Yamasoto. <laughs> <laughs> That guy. <laughs> yeah. And it's always to me, it's always the size of the venue versus size of crowd. Because I don't mind playing for four people in a room that's made for four people. But when you're four, when the room is three hundred seats and there's four people in it, that's when it feels weird. True. That's yeah. very true. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So if you're playing a bunch of house concerts and there's fifty people at every house concert, but it feels nice and people are enjoying it, you could I could do that 
all day. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when you get to that, it's like, whoa, this is a big theater. Yeah, you feel, but it hurts your. It hurts your pride a little bit. Right, you know? right, right. Yeah. Oh, nobody came to school. <laughs> <laughs> nobody knew that you were there, you know? That's right, that's, that's right. Yeah. So when you're going with um, uh, traveling now, when you're playing solo, uh, I know you have a gig on Lanai, and then... Oh, I love Lanai. <laughs> but when, you, when you're going to the mainland, is it, is it... Are you doing clubs? Is it arenas? Is it, um, when we, we... Sean and I did one last year, and we just did a bunch of, like, little clubs. Mm-hmm. Like the... Like, the biggest club we did there was um, Belly Up in uh, San Diego. Yeah. It's a fun place. But they got cool little... I mean, they got big names coming there, too. But it's a cool little club. So, you know, uh, that place was fun. Actually, uh, Makana was on that one with us. He he joined us for that one. But there have been some big ones. We did the Hollywood Bowl with Kelly Rochelle. That was was actually the first time I remember we sang Flying with Angels. And this is a memorable moment. When... um, people still had lighters back then oh. and that was when they did the lighter thing uh, and it was amazing to see it happen because when you go on stage and it's dark you don't see anything yeah you know you can't right, see right. and i didn't realize how high up the rows of of you know people audience right, goes yeah, yeah. and so when they started lighting up their lighter it was just like all these lights and it looked it literally looked like it went all the way up to the sky and i was just like wow that was amazing That's that was awesome. just the most amazing feeling for you and kids that was out crowded there. it wasn't just four people <laughs> for you kids out there back in the day before cell phone lights were popular in concerts yeah, yeah. There, was there was lighters actual yeah. lighters people let you play yeah. with lighters that's right you could actually bring a lighter into a venue you could actually yes, smoke yeah. in a venue that's right yeah, no so that's why lighters. people had lighters because yeah. um yeah there was uh, cigarettes did, and other did things. you go through that with the smoking you didn't really play those uh those uh, smoky bar gigs before they oh well I mean I remember <laughs> singing and just getting at the old Punani's um, getting into the old Punani's remember the old Punani's used to be off of on uh, Kalakaua at the end of Kalakaua by, between King and oh yeah, uh-huh. yeah the old Punani bar was there yeah. and I used to go there almost every weekend to go listen to the music and stuff uh-huh. and that place was just smoke and I remember having some other gigs too you go home and you just reek yeah, yeah. and so I would actually like take off my clothes put on a parade I'll go outside and put my clothes outside so that they could air out yeah. wow. jump in the shower you gotta wash your hair it's like it was horrible I'm so glad when they stopped the smoking now you only gotta do that in Vegas yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't have too long of that but I, I did experience a little bit and it was crazy oh man so, me and Devin inhaled a oh, lot yeah, of that's right. yeah, you guys are right days. at that I mean, prime the yeah. club days and just the bar days yeah. and everything it's yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's like terrible. spats and everything. I mean, you could yeah, smoke it er- everywhere. Because. Everywhere. <laughs> Zippies. Zippies. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. They have like no smoking zone and there's like nothing. Just, 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 just like an invisible barrier. That's right. That's right. You can only smoke at the bar, but the bar is just right over yeah. 10 feet away from right. you, right? Kids, yeah. they don't even know what it was like back then. That's man. right. Um, yeah. I've, I've started asking uh, everybody who's come on with us okay, as yeah, a musical it. guest. So um, we, we were talking about... Um, Three albums, and they can't be greatest hits albums, but three albums that you feel like influenced you or things that you like. And don't worry, it doesn't necessarily have to be Hawaiian, but stuff that I don't know, stuck out with you when you were a kid. Like your first. The, the original question was if you're on a deserted island. Oh right, yeah. 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 Would I have a phonograph with me too? Because that's right. Sure. Are they that old? Or whatever <laughs> yeah. you want. Well, you, well, you said know. albums. So. We get you. Yeah, yeah. We get you the A-track, tra- the A-track player if you need. Uh, fulfilling this first finale, Stevie Wonder. That's definitely one. Um um, Mudslide Slim and the Blue Horizon by James Taylor. Uh-huh. That's one of his early ones. Okay. And I think it's just because like I had a little phonograph, you know, when I was yeah, yeah. like fifth, sixth grade, and then I, I don't know how I came across these albums. I think they might have been my brothers, my old my older brothers. Mm. But uh, 
I just those I remember those and they stuck in my mind and to this day like Stevie Wonder and James Taylor are two of my favorite artists of all oh, time. Okay. And then let's see in one, two, three. Oh, well, it would be my dad's uh, album. My dad and his his brothers and sister had an album called um, "Around the Island of Hawaii" with the Hilo Kalima. So, oh, I, wow. I would listen cool. to that a lot. Yeah. When was that text. recorded? That was recorded in 65, 66, I want to say. Right when I was born, right around that time. Wow. So. How do you get a copy you of You don't. That? I have you one, but you, they don't have them anymore, yeah. Really? You can digitize it. Yeah, I could. I should, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I should digitize it so that... That would be fun, actually, to yeah. re-release it. You know, we have a, um, a mutual friend. I won't say his name because I don't know if this is totally legal. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> are we gonna trash him? Or no, 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 no. no, no. Let's let's but we have a friend that that has like um, I don't know how he got it, but they're the individual tracks, and he has maybe like Stevie Wonder and um, Earth, Wind, and Fire, and Taylor Swift, and it's it's actually broken down so you can isolate. Wow! Each how the world? Wow! Yeah, and so you can hear Stevie Wonder like isolated, just singing in the booth with. I mean, you can hear the bleed through his, he- his headphones, headphones coming through so and then him just him. singing. Oh. And it's like, man, that guy's got some pipes. You can totally just hear it. And you hear him talking like, okay, can you play that, play that back? Or, you know, that oh, kind that's of stuff. So it's just awesome. like the original. I would love to hear that stuff. And then you can totally hear the Taylor Swift one is like fully auto-tuned and auto-tuned. stuff. You know? nah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not talking smack about it, but right. that's what everybody does nowadays. Yeah. But back in the Stevie Wonder days, that that's, that's it, you yeah. know? But and even like the recordings when they used to have the whole band playing at the same time. Can you imagine? Right, right, right. Like right. when they didn't have separate tracks or stuff. Everybody was just in one room and everybody played together. That's crazy nowadays. Yeah. To be that on, you know. Right. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, I mean, uh, is that how you guys recorded when you did your albums? Did did it evolve from the time? Um, you used no, I think even back then we had individual tracks for um, for the instruments. The, the ADATs. Yeah, the yeah. One? The tape. ADATs. Two inch. A-dats. But we always sang together. In okay. The, all of us would oh. always sing together. Yeah, we wouldn't do separate tracks on that. Oh. Except this last album, the the latest one, uh-huh. uh, "Beautiful Day." We did only because our schedules were so weird that yeah. we just go in individually and, and do it. But I think I don't know. I don't know if I like that as much. I kind of uh-huh. like being able to mm-hmm. be all together because then you can also you can kind of ad lib a little. You can work things out easier. You know, like if we do it separately, then whatever Angie sings, I'm going to have to sing to that. Yeah. But if we're all right. together, we can be like, okay, well, why don't we do this and you do this, you know, instead. Right. And then we'll change it right then and there. And then yeah. it'll be warmer, in my opinion. But anyway. Yeah, that, I mean, it is one of the cooler, yeah, it is one of the cooler parts about um, working as a group and knowing that you guys have worked together for so long. Because mm-hmm. you guys can, like, step away from each other for, I don't know, four or five months or whatever, six months, and go, okay. And then you guys, oh, okay, we're going to have Naleho come up and sing. You guys get up, and the three of you just stand there, and bam, bam. you open your mouths, yeah. and the whole thing just sort of works. And it's it's a trip, because you're not, you don't necessarily talk to each other about it. You just sort of hmm. know everybody falls into where they need Kinda. to Kind of. I guess that just comes from years and years and years yeah. and years and years. <laughs> when you guys won brown bags, and I don't want to date you to what year it was, but... 2006. Certain, 2006? <laughs> <laughs> 2006. Brown they, they stopped doing albums already by then, right? Because uh, Brown Bags didn't nope. have albums, right? When they used yeah, to, well, they stopped yeah. doing the Brown Bags album. Yeah. 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 Brown Bags the year album, before yeah. was the last year I think they did it. Okay. Yeah. So that was Of course. Of that course. was 83. I don't mind saying. Yeah. <laughs> so 84 is when we did it. And they, yeah, they, that's when they went to the single. So we got to record a single. Oh, and then the second okay. place person, who was Naomi Lani de los Santos, huh? um, she sang Ku'uluvihu Kikai. She did the B side of the, oh. of the 45, yeah. When was Copena then with the brown bags? Was that 85? 
Dude, you're looking at the wrong man. <laughs> well, not the same, not the same year, right? Yeah, no. we were the same year. Oh, it's the same, same year. year. Yeah, with Kelly oh. Boy. Yeah. Wow. Oh, you can always say, "Oh, we be Kelly Boy." <laughs> Angie has a story about that. That's I. She she swears that they were on stage and they were looking at us like, "Oh, no, Lenny's the one." She goes like, "Oh, yeah, we got him, we got him," and then we were kind of hiding at that, you know? Yeah. Because we like we just want to get out of there, but then we ended up winning. So I don't, <laughs> I don't know if I remember that. Like Kelly Boy was all like, "We got this." I don't. Wow, that was a stacked year of talent, man. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, um, Althea Canero, uh, Tia. Wow. She was dancing with, um, what's her name? Tia. Tia Carrera? Tia Carrera. Oh. She was dancing at For Sacred Hearts that year, too, oh, as wow. a senior, yeah. Oh. Wow. She danced at this little. Man, you gotta find that VHS tape <laughs> of that competition. I know, man. right? Yeah. I wonder if it still exists. That'll be so classic. They probably have it in the new. Oh, Kong oh. probably has a copy somewhere probably, in his yeah. house yeah. in Japan somewhere. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, Kamasami Kong. Kamasami yeah. Kong. That's a fun dude. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've only met him a couple of times, but he's a he's an interesting guy, <laughs> man. Like, seven. I know he does not age. No. There's something about the, same. the water he's drinking. Yeah. Is. <laughs> Japanese exactly. water, man. When he was in Hawaii, you weren't born yet. I was not. He yeah. was like the biggest no. DJ he back here. Biggest. He had his oh, own yeah. song. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 This one is Kamasame King Kong. Kamasame Kong. Yeah. Yeah, that is b- before my time. But yeah, I met him way after, but people kept telling me what a big deal he was. Yeah. yeah. But he's super nice. Super nice no, guy. Oh, yeah. Super nice guy. Yeah. He was doing some kind of Japanese promotion here. Yeah. That was a, that was a while ago. Okay, okay. Before we, we before we end here, I, I did want to. So uh, again, thanks for coming in, and I want to. Sorry, make, I'm late. Oh, oh, okay. on time. Is there late on podcasting? I'm not no, sure. No, no, no. It's okay. No. Good. But I'm not late. You know, you know what channel we're on? Right? <laughs> yeah, the podcast channel. <laughs> <laughs> Sean said to ask you that too. <laughs> Sean, Sean said he, she thinks oh, it's a channel. You know, K K L. I know you can download an app for podcasting and you can look it up. I know how this works. I just I wasn't sure. <laughs> and you can say whatever you want because we're not live. No. Do yes. whatever you want. Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. But okay, so I wanted to do a topic, you know, because we we usually talk about the artists and they come in. But so I just read an article that, um, and we, we I kind of brought up yesterday, but we never got into it. That uh, they're proposing once again legalized gambling in Hawaii. Mm. And so I don't know what what it what are your all thoughts about that, Kyle? I know you've been thinking about it, so I'll start with you. Yeah, um, I know we talked about this off air yesterday, yeah. and um. I think they should, because the money that the, the state could get from it would be every single penny that we go to Vegas and spend on, right? Mm-hmm. Would be here. I mean, how many people from Hawaii go to Vegas and spend all their money there? Keep mm-hmm. it in the state. But I would put it on a like a boat cruise, mm. so then you can kind of regulate, ha- regulate and manage the people on it, mm-hmm. you know, than just being randomly at some place. That's a good point. Do you, th- you don't think that it would get out of hand? Like it would start good and then it would just get corrupted and then leech us away back to the shore and become a How problem. How much more corrupted could we be? Yeah, <laughs> it already is corrupted. With, with, and nobody's in that case, we just put it right in the middle of the state capital because I mean, <laughs> there we go. It's already yeah. it's right That's where just, it belongs. Just use the low stadium as a casino. <laughs> It'd probably make more money. Yeah. I don't think Vegas would ever let that happen. I think that's the problem. Oh, I think yeah, all yeah. The, the, the Vegas corporations are the ones that lobby against it every yeah. year because every year it gets brought up 
yeah. every year it doesn't pass. Oh. And it's because people are getting paid to not pass it. I mean, who would be at the Cal right now if we had a casino? Seriously. Yeah. Hawaii, right? Seriously, there's a lot of money to be, you know, at least a lottery. Can we just bring that in? I mean, you know, I mean, look at how much money it makes for the, the you know, the states that have it. And it's something, and that's totally regulatable. And they're like, oh, people are going to spend their money on, on it. You know, it's like, well... Yeah, but they spend their money on other stuff. So, I mean, mm. how is that even going to make a difference in my, people's my, lives? My thought on that, on a lottery, is um, kind of on, on everything government. Like, even when I talk about the rail, is I'd be all for it if I had any faith that the money would then be used for something. For something. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. They need to, Good. they definitely need to pin it for something exactly right. You know, right. like it education. Always, it always gets sucked into some general fund, no, and then we never see what the hell happens to it. And right. when you look at like California and whatnot, I don't know. I don't know if, well, if it, they it, create it, a special fund usually for all that stuff. Yeah, but yeah. how's the schools out there? Uh, schools are okay, but they are um, LA Unified. Banging? No, well, what happens is the rich schools get the money, and the poor schools don't. That's what happens, and that's why. Yeah. And it's a it's a self perpetuating thing that just keeps going. Sorry, I I, I was gonna wait till you all talked about. Oh no, it I'm glad. Yeah, yeah. Brought in the brought in the actual legislative part of this. Yeah, because definitely had to deal with that, that when I was in office oh, really? for like four years. Yeah. Oh, okay. I want to hear what you think. So, um, one of the things that we discovered in the course of me sitting on the finance committee um, that they explained to us was that when you're dealing with gambling specifically, yeah. um, if you think you're going to be able to contain it, you can't. Because what happens is you want to put it on a boat, you can try to put it on a boat. You want to do lottery, you can do lottery. But any gambling allowed in any state means that the Indian reservation can come in, buy a piece of land, and say, this is ours. Once they claim it, they can put a casino on it. Once you put a casino on it, we have no regulation. And that's why in California, you drive out to the middle of nowhere and you go to a casino. But they don't have casinos in LA. They don't have casinos anywhere else because mm. they're specifically done on Indian reservation. And this is not a this is not a knock on the Indians. I mean, yeah, they're yeah. make their money. I, sure, I get how that sure. works. Um, but what was going to end up happening was, and it's the reason why... Um, when we sat in the room with uh, Chair Say, he looked at us and he said, look, it's you guys. This mm. committee decides whether this goes forward or whether this doesn't. And you guys got to decide what you guys want to do. Well, so you actually got to vote on this? Yeah. Wow. And I, I told Chairman no. Because the, the thing that bothered me was that no matter how we set it up, no matter what we did, there was no way we were going to keep outside interests from coming in buying a plot of land that could probably go to the Hawaiians right and go to because even if even if we had set into place something that allowed the Hawaiians to do something like that yeah right which I had no problem with the problem I had with it is that if we set it up for the indigenous people of Hawaii the indigenous people from America were going to come in build the thing and build it somewhere on probably Hawaiian land. But who hmm. says that has to happen? I mean, can't we? Can't it's not that a. Be, it's not a controllable it's thing. It's a federal. It's, it's a, a federal, federal thing because. Okay, then are, we need to change that on. Yeah, I mean, level, but then, but that's the, that's, that's something that's something that has to happen on a federal level, and you know how it's been with the federal level. I understand that, but I'm thinking. I think the point that they did it for the reason they did it was so that the fed, the native. Americans in the areas where that did work mm -hmm. could right. have casinos. Could so exactly. The native yeah. Hawaiians in the area that yeah, we are exactly. in should yeah. be able to have it, but we can't because exactly. state law precludes us from well, having it. Well, the other the other thing that we found that we saw through the um, 
uh, a lot of the research that they did was that this thing that was created for the Native Americans that was supposed to be helpful ended up being worse for them. Mm. I mean, you, you go to the reservations, it's some of the worst places mm -hmm. to be because the reservation, they literally, they get a check every month for like $50,000. Right. Mm -hmm. And what do they do with it? They buy drugs. I've, I've, I've heard of, like, even my husband was going to college up there and he's like in North Dakota and he had some people that were Native Americans and they would get a check yeah. every month just yeah. for being Native American because mm. it was like whatever the residual payments yeah. that they get and like big money yep. big money yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah and they just yeah. blew it because yeah. they don't there's no conception you can't just of money. give them something yeah. and then not understand what it's for you know like they they have to have the education they have to have programs to help them understand you know otherwise you just but like, it's like yeah. almost like lottery winner right yeah, yeah. and that's why the lottery winners right a lot of lottery winners they they end up offing themselves or they or they put themselves into debt because if if you get something without earning any of it, no matter how much mm. you appreciate it, right? Either people can glom onto you and try to take the mm -hmm. money away from you, or you don't know how to handle it, and then you just spend all the money, and then you end up you end up like that one guy. I think he got mugged in his truck, and he had just piles of money, and they were like, "What are you doing?" And he he was just he didn't know what to do with it, and he and nobody could help him, and he he that's had sad. no that's education. Really it was crazy. Yeah. But I can also see like I don't know how to put this. If you are handed this money and you don't need it, then of course you're going to blow it. But people in Hawaii and Hawaiians would probably use and need that money. Well, see, that's what they... You know what I mean? And, 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 and use it responsibly. Right. I would, you know? I mean, and not just blow it on, on well, you, things that are frivolous. Tell people what to do with their money, no, but you know, no. I mean, yeah, that's but that's a human problem too, no yeah. matter what, you know? Yeah, it, it's, the, it's, that, it's that idea of having something that you go oh wow this is cool i can do something with this to help or i can do something for myself and more often than not if you if you're getting it on a monthly basis right you're gonna get 50 grand every month you don't have to do anything you i could just, do that right i mean we could all we could all deal <laughs> with that but the thing is right you can take 50 grand and i think it's a human nature thing whatever money that comes in is naturally just going to kind of flow out i mean i've i've made a bunch of money well, there was i've this made a little bit of money and Either way, you end up spending whatever you're making. I read this good Reddit uh, thread once. Ah, shoot, I wish I could pull it up, but it was about like how it's impossible to win the lottery and just, you know, everyone has this idea like, oh, I'm going to win the lottery and maybe I'll just keep a little bit for myself and I'll give the rest to charity or, you know, whatever. And it's like, once you win the lottery, it's imposs almost impossible to stay anonymous. And once people know who you are, then there's all these people mm -hmm. that come after you yep. know this yep. it, it's set up so that you know your life would just completely change to a point where you wouldn't be able to enjoy them yeah, you're almost set up to fail and that's that's yeah. the yeah. hard part about it but uh, it's why the gambling thing for me has always been sort of sticky because mm. i uh, i see what the native hawaiians are going through and, I, and you know I'd, I'd love to help them and i want them to to back in 92 93 when we were dealing with this situation we dealt with it every year but yeah when when i was in office and we were dealing with it i was like okay how do we figure out a way so that the Native Hawaiians can get this figured out and, and get it done? Right. And they said, you can't because it's, it's a federal law that affects what happens here. So it's got to change on the federal level first. It would have to change at the federal level. And right now, like you said, at the federal level, right, they've got mm -hmm. all the guys with all the casinos. And the last oh. thing they want to do, it, it, you're, you're also going to be dealing with the Native American guys who are going to say, wait, no, 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 no. You cannot do that with just Hawaii. Because that means, right, if, if 
their estate, then we should be able to, to move in and do it. And I was like, okay, that's not right because we got we got indigenous people. Yeah, here I was gonna say this to is the helped. one state that had other indigenous people right, as right. well, right? But and and we've and and the Native Hawaiians have issues. I mean, they have the largest uh, the largest diabetic population. Mm-hmm. They got heart disease. I mean, all kinds of stuff. And the majority of it is because we became a state, <laughs> right. you know, because we got we because we got settled. But um, I, I I don't know how to to kind of peacefully negotiate that because because there really is no way to do it because there's got to be a coordination between federal and state and it just isn't quite there and then you're right. dealing with the oha thing right so you got the you got the hawaiians in oha and you got regular hawaiians going bro what you guys doing mm. you got you know you got hawaiian homelands where you got people waiting 50 years to get on a on a plot of land Right, and then what you gonna do? You're gonna take that land and you're gonna give it to a casino instead of no. having somebody build up. Right, exactly. So it it becomes this whole hmm. other that's interesting mess of things, and that's why for me, I, I know it. I know it sucks, and I, I I would dearly love us to be able to do a lottery or something. But what I don't want to do is I don't want to st- start a lottery with the intention of doing something good, which we always go into it with, and then we end up with a casino in Eva. Right. Right. Or, or in Waianae, and initially we go, oh, this is cool, we got casino. And then we go, oh, wait, the money's not staying here. It's all leaving. So mm. is that why they can't do online gambling either? Here? Yeah. yeah. Because they feel like that's actually in enabling the state to be gambling, and then that would open yeah. up Pandora's box. Really? Yeah. I was wondering why. Like, why yeah, because yeah, I was thinking, like, that? what about like even just sports betting or, right. you know, like, no, just any, casual... Any, any type of gambling that happens in that state allows for that if and it's it's part of the it's part of the law that the native americans had put in place is that if there's any gambling anywhere in that state that's why if you notice seattle or Mm -hmm. or washington state right okay you can't go to a casino in seattle but you can drive 10 minutes yeah snoqualmie casino because it's owned by the native americans in california they don't have any casinos but if you drive out to i forget what the heck well they were saying that only our state state and utah are the only two states that don't have gambling yep because they they do not have any gambling provision at all there is no lottery there is no anything there's Mm. no um shipboard gambling or any of this stuff because if you do anything it it opens it up and then you're done and that's that's the uh, that's one of the tough parts about explaining it to people because it's it's easy to say yeah let's do gambling I understand but I I also huh. know that if th- there's that clause that people don't realize is there and they go oh crap wait okay hang on because I I honestly for me I just what I don't want to have happen is I don't want to have the Native Hawaiians get screwed over again and that's what will <laughs> happen is I, I if it's gonna if it's gonna help anybody it should help them it shouldn't be helping some outside group and that's, so what is the possibility of doing it on, on Hawaiian homelands then if that's if it's under the federal jurisdiction I mean is that not considered um, that's still state it's, land so it's considered state land but it's um I mean the federal the fed is right is all encompassing yeah it covers everything so it's the it's the law if as soon as you put something in place with any sort of gambling at all that's where it triggers that's interesting that's yeah. shit Devin I learned something today well, they need to that's... relook at those laws then. yeah they need See, to relook at those int- laws I mean, okay so that brings up the other issue that I always wonder about is like the legalization of marijuana like some mm-hmm. states have it but then for the federal government it's not legal you mm-hmm. can't yeah. have it so right. yeah. 
you know, it's yeah. like it's kind of like oh, we'll look the other way on certain things, but we won't on on other things, and it's yeah. that's why there's there's so, there's so much, you know, mess. It's a mess. Yeah, it's confusing. So why don't we let the states decide what they want to do within each state? You know, yeah. I mean, there are no Native Americans except Native Hawaiians here. So like, yeah. if that if that's the case, and we say we're going to set up gambling for the Native population to monitor or whatever, then let us do it. But well, does it even have to be the Native Hawaiians being? That responsibility could just be a state thing right. to yeah. make I mean, money yeah, for the state, state and the that. state can deliver the money to wherever it's necessary. Right. But I mean, I'm talking about just keeping the Hawaii gamblers in Hawaii. Yeah. Everybody's flocking to Vegas and bringing the money there. I was know? just on the line last night. $55 rooms, California. <laughs> See? <laughs> what I mean? Like, I don't know. And you know, if people you can't. Go, but that's the thing, though. People still can go. No. Vegas. I don't think so. If you want to see a show, shows, yeah, if you want to shop, whatever. But I would rather hang out here than hang out at the cow and, and play tree card poker. Lose my money here. <laughs> lose my money there. And then fly Hawaiian on a, on a, a, for a flight back home, you know? I think a lot of people would still go. But there is a large contingent of really old people yeah. that cannot go. They have Should a hard time. Yeah. 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 That's why they gotta turn the plane around halfway there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, or or they reach the half they reach past mm, the halfway point yeah. and they just gotta sit on the yeah. plane. You know what I you know mm. what I propose? If I was governor. Okay. Here we go. This is this is a new segment if uh, Kyle was governor. <laughs> know, right? Oh boy. They're like, we thought we were gonna talk about, about music. Would, what happened? I would turn every single tilt and fun factory into a casino. Because it's there already. Oh, my God. And instead of winning stuff, animals, and tokens, you can win cash. Mm-hmm. Even Dave and Buster should be a casino. Pachinko party. And you know, I'll, yeah, you know, hey, yeah, yeah, but, right, but, you know but you know the only game that I'll make legal is those one that, you know, you put the coin in and the shovel and then the thing yeah. shovels oh, yeah, all yeah. the tokens into yeah. the basket. I'll just make it quarters oh. because I love that game. you love that game. <laughs> <laughs> What's your strategy? Do you build up like one whole side? When I was on a boat cruise, I forgot the strategy. You oh, get what? 20 what? bucks of coins <laughs> in quarters. Yeah. And you hold it by you and just shove it all in at the same time as fast as you can. Really? And it'll just keep going. That's keep a strategy? Going. Yeah. And it, it works. <laughs> you're, not, you're not making this up. No. I'm not making that up. How, how is that supposed to be helpful? I don't understand. I don't know. For some reason it worked. Believe me, I stood in front of that thing for a long time. Just the ions all excited. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Things, things freaks everything dropping. out. I just dump. <laughs> Dumps it all in there one time. That's funny. I see people at that machine like just rows and rows of tickets. Yeah. yeah. Even busters. Yeah. Like, can you imagine if that was quarters? Yeah. I would be happy with that. Yeah, just, just, by now, just legalize that. Then. <laughs> My son used to like that game, and I like that game. So yeah, I, I love that party. game. But yeah. now he likes uh, basketball. He's getting a little older, so I'm like, oh, oh you don't, you want to play the quarter game? Play <laughs> Our last game. trip in Vegas, which we were there what two months ago. Yeah. We're celebrating our 50th, so we all went up. I was looking around Vegas online for a quarter shovel machine. <laughs> Do they have them? No! They should have them! That's in the museum now. That should be automatic <laughs> in a casino right there. That game is so much fun. But you've been to Japan before, right? Yeah, but Japan. I'm looking at myself, but... Pachinko, Because she yeah. was talking about pachinko. That was the weirdest thing, going to Japan and winning a pachinko. You won then, a pachinko? Yeah. I've never... I've just passed them. I've never even gone in. Well, no. The but this is the weirdest part. You go inside, Right. right? You you play the pachinko machine. If you win, you get all your little balls. You get all your little. You get these little uh, tokens bearings. and stuff, okay, right? Yeah. And then you you go to the you go to this little redemption place, right? You buy stuff, 
you walk outside. You gotta go outside and, s- and you go around the corner, and there's a little it. window, and you give them the stuff that you just bought, and they give, give you, you money. the money. Can we do that here? I don't oh, know, but that why was, not, right? Yeah, I, I wonder what that's all about. Like, but it you're was selling it then, so then it doesn't come out as big. exactly, yeah. exactly. But it was the it was the weirdest thing I'd ever done because I had no idea oh, what so I was doing. That's what I heard that that's how it works. Yeah, like, hmm. and, and, and the weirdest part is you're you're walking down like an alley where you're like. Shit, they're going to rob us. Yeah, they're going to rob me. Well, but you, it, there's sure nobody is. there. You just walk around a corner. It's totally dark, and then there's a there's this little it's Japanese like the, lady like with a, a, in a in a it's like a plate glass window thing, right? That's bulletproof yeah. probably, and then you just slide <laughs> the stuff under. She gives you the money, and you go. Weird, and he's walked down so, the road and you're done. In Hawaii, all we would need is a converted fun factory right next to a pawn shop. See, there you go. There you go. Uh, yeah, sure. see. Yeah. yeah, good point. Okay. Well, with that, Kyle, we're gonna. <laughs> we're gonna end, You're fine. Are you gonna vote for me? Yeah. Uh, yeah. All we're right. For, for Kyle, for Devin will be my running mate. Lehua. <laughs> 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 yes. Anything do you have coming up uh, February, or where should people find you as far as uh, Instagram? Uh, well, Sean and I are at the Kahala every Monday night from oh, six every to Monday. nine. Okay. Every Monday, well, except for the next two Mondays because he's on the mainland. But mm. um, uh, yeah, Instagram. Okay, so so end of February, it'll be good. Where, yeah. where in the Kahala? Right on the veranda. Oh, the lobby. Okay, nice. Yeah, oh, yeah right lovely. there by the piano. It's lovely. It's really nice there. Yeah. People are mm. super sweet and yeah, it's chill. Uh, and then we're here and there. We're at Formaggio's in Kailua like once a month. Sometimes we play at um at Hazard, which is now Terry's place, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Over. Okay. Um, so, but so yeah, we have Instagram and Facebook. Sean and Lehua. Sean and Lehua. S-H-A-W-N and Lehua. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Kyle, go to highlifeclothing.com to find all of Kyle's awesome designs. Pick up some shirts. Devin is at Kumu 94.7. Uh, by the way, let it be known that when Sean was here, I, we both said really nice stuff. Really? Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to go. Yeah, I know. You're going to have to find the channel and then listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you the time that it's on so that you can listen. <laughs> <laughs> FMR AM. <laughs> channel 4. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, and you can find us at highsessions.com. And thank everybody for listening. But thanks everybody for listening. Until next time, hui ho and mahalo. Get it. Aloha.